Tree Studios featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. My name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Hello, wife. Hi. Coming up, <laughs> mushrooms could help the brain. Dog cones for humans. Uh, a $9,400 tip. What women must know before the fourth date and nine secrets you never knew about your clothes. All that yeah. on this podcast. Welcome those of you listening live on CastBox and those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcatcher. I already said hi to Mindy, but I'll say hi again. Mindy, what are you up to? What are your uh, midweek highlights? Well, we had a little turnaround at work today. We had some Turn work. Around. Oh, nice. So it's been slow for you. It's been super slow. As a matter of fact, we were told this morning to, uh, we could play some cards and uh, we were going to hook up a TV and have some video games going. And Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, because, you know, there's been literally nothing to do. So, well, that but wild. that turned around very quickly. So that thought, that that nice thought was fleeting. That is so wild. Yeah. I'm really surprised by that, by by your management team to be able to just like, hey, let's uh, let's just play games and hang out. Well, it's a secret. Oh, is it a secret? It's a secret. Oh, don't tell anyone. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, don't tell anyone, Mindy. <laughs> That's interesting. All right, cool. I dig that. Yeah, on the uh, it's complete opposite for me. I was uh, uh, transferring a toolbox, mm. and these are big boxes, right? They're used for for aircraft maintenance and stuff like that. So. I was transferring an, an older box into a not as older box, but they're both beat up. And so I was working on getting all of them transferred. I was all the tools transferred over. And then one of the drawers was broken. So then I had to take it out and I had to figure out how to get the rails off these snap on boxes and stuff like that. It was, I was, I wanted to throw shit. <laughs> I wanted to throw shit. So you had a so very frustrating my, morning, right? Yeah, that was one. Yeah. That was one contributing factor. But the beauty in it is, uh, I was able to because I usually work this for the Friday, this upcoming Friday, and I, I was able to get somebody to cover. So I have the three day weekend. So only tomorrow left in the week, and oh, that well, is good. It. That's a good feeling. It's a you good know, it's feeling. a very weird feeling today being at work. It was very quiet. There was, there's uh, out of our team. Um, I think we have. 15 members. So there are people gone and sick. Literally there was two, three, us four in the, so maybe, um, nine total. What's, what, no, what's the reason? Yeah. Is it because of this whole thing right now? The, seven, I'm sorry. Seven total. Okay. So what's the reason? Um, they're just sick. They there's two out to come sick. In. Okay. And they don't want them at work. And, um, there was a couple that just had some time off. So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about, you know, I know it's the thing right now and it's on everybody's minds and it's, it's a little, it's a little overwhelming. Not, not the, I'm not a fear guy. I'm not into that whole thing. Um, but it is a little overwhelming how much we're hearing about it. Even, even in, mm -hmm. in getting preparation for the show, it's about everything that there is. Yeah. I tried to get some stuff that was a little bit different. I do have some you know, coronavirus related stuff, but it's a big part of our lives, right? So uh, nothing in our town has been shut down. All right. Um, there, you know, obviously the, the Los Angeles, the mayor 
uh, is it the, is the mayor of LA County? Is there, is it mayor of Los Angeles? I guess it would be, was, is recommending certain things, right? right? Our mayor is also recommending certain things, but nobody's doing any of it here. Nobody's doing it. The only thing that, that really got hurt by me is I, uh, in, in, in my world is when I went to go play pickleball last night, there was nobody there when mm -hmm. I showed up. Then eventually three more people showed up and we were able to play some games. But I think mostly the reason for that is because the people that I play with are in their 60s, yeah. right? So I'm sure they're more afraid and they're like, oh, let's listen. Mm -hmm. uh, me, I'm like, uh, let's still go out, right? We, were, we, we both drove by the skate park. There's a new skate park in town. There were a bunch what, of kids. 50 kids sitting out there yeah. and they're saying no groups of 10. Every single meeting we have at work is more than 10 people and they're still having those meetings. Mm -hmm. Nobody's stopping doing anything. The only thing that they may be doing is the people that can work remotely from home or are, are asked not to come in and they're working remotely from home. That's the only thing that's happening. And, you know, we've got tons of people coming to work. Yes. I mean, we go through all these turnstiles, right? And thousands of people are going through these turnstiles. They're not, our company is not afraid of it at all. And there's not, I think that's, there was one case up here. And now that case is showing that there isn't a case up here in the Antelope Valley. Uh, Antelope Valley has about almost 300,000 residents. Mm. So it's a smaller area, but um, how do you feel about it? What, what are you thinking? You know, I mean, there was a part of me that was going, man, um, there was even a joke going around with our, our coworkers, take one for the team, right? Mm -hmm. Because if one person gets it, then they'll take probably one for the team. <laughs> well, we'll pay you 20 bucks. We'll all pay you 20 bucks. Take one for the team so we can all have some time off. <laughs> right? Nobody That's the wants joke. that. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then you, you kind of go, yeah, I'd like some time off. So, I mean, first of all, what does that say about your love for your job? <laughs> right? If you're okay with time off. Obviously, it's a, it says a lot about us too financially that we can handle a two weeks off or whatever. Um but uh, for, for me, it's like, uh, you're, we're all kind of hoping. <laughs> right. There's that, there's that we're hope to hoping. be sent home. Because it's not really that severe of a virus. I mean, you're, I, I know, you're, know you're hearing a lot of stuff, but uh, yeah. it's only the already sick and you the and elderly. You and I differ from that because I listen to, you know, the daily every morning. And I also listen to Ben Shapiro. And I'm not, look, I'm not panicked about it. I'm trying to be smart about it. I do think we it's overwhelming how much we do hear about it and talk about it, of course. Right. Um, but I do believe it is very serious, and uh, we'll find out in the coming days. Um, we will. The, the, the cases continue to jump in L.A. County, and I think there there's probably more than, than what is being uh, <clears throat> reported mm -hmm. because people aren't getting tested. I think people probably have it and, and are just living through it, and aren't getting tested and they have no idea that they have it. And I honestly feel like we're going to we're going to see this in waves. Yeah. Um you know, there'll be a few sick here, which is good because then it can be controlled a little more. But um they're saying there's going to be a spike. All I hear on the radio is there's going to be a, a a a real big spike. Well, at we some already point. have spiked over what China initially had. So Really? Our, yeah, our numbers are higher as far as that that curve goes, but we'll see. Well, like I said, we'll. I think you know they keep saying it's only going to be you know a couple weeks, but I, I, 
all the reports that I've been listening to, like Ben Shapiro, he's he swears he's it's a minimum of eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, but it's, it is affecting everybody's lives. But I can tell you one thing in this area, it hasn't affected very many people's lives. I mean, there's cars everywhere. They're saying there's no traffic on LA, uh, in, on the LA freeways. I don't know about that, but in our town, mm-hmm. everybody's still going to work. Everybody's still living their normal lives. I don't really see much different. The only, the only thing maybe a little different is, is shopping's a little shittier, but that's it. That, yeah. That's really it. Uh, yeah, Wayne, definitely Wayne says, work's been slow for me. Stayed home today. Still have a stuffy nose related to my wisdom teeth. Now they want a doc note before I come back. See, that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's what they're doing here as well. <clears throat> he says, but it was okay uh, for me to be there for the past three weeks with a stuffy nose. Uh, we even talked about it yesterday, told me people have symptoms doesn't always mean they're sick. Exactly. Uh, well, ne- especially if he got his teeth pulled, though, that is a common cause. You know, your your um, sinus cavity right. exactly. is affected. Yeah. So. It's true. Uh, then he says, or oh, then Ethan, my nephew says, like grandma, she is working from home currently. That is my grandma. Uh, she says, uh, that's not my mom. I'm sorry. That's not my grandma. What am I saying? <laughs> that's his grandma. Wow. I haven't hit the pipe yet. I swear. Uh, and he says, he says he's not too worried. Well, he's, you know, 15. Yeah. 16 now? 16. Yeah. Are you 16 or 15? He's going to be 16 going to be 16. It's going to be 16. I don't know how old you are. It's coming Jeez. up too. Uh, then Wayne, Wayne says, did you hear about the government is doing a stimulus package giving everyone 2,000 buckaroos? I thought it was 1,000, uh, but that's pretty cool. I don't I need did, it. I did hear that. So no, I'm about to be 17. That's right. He's 16. What? Oh no, we missed a year. Yeah. Well, we didn't see him stop last year. Stop growing up, Yeah. Ethan. Stop growing up, dude. 17? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I remember when you were a little turd. All right. Let's uh, let's get into our topics right about now. Oh, what you doing? Beating your chest like a drum so you could burp. That's great. I was trying to be quiet. Thanks that for is announcing great. You that. didn't have to follow through. Thanks. Check this out. Eating two portions of mushrooms per week could have have your risk of abnormal brain decline in old age. Researchers found people who eat 300 grams or more of cooked mushrooms have a reduced risk of mild cognitive impairment. Mushrooms contain an amino acid which the body can't make for itself. Mm. So there you go. All right. I used to hate mushrooms. I did too. used to hate them when I was a kid. I I, I love them. I like them now. Um, I've had a really good portobello sandwich, and I forget where we got where I got it from. Was it at that uh, Sebastian's? I think it was at Sebastian's. Sebastian's. They don't do that one anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't do the portobello they anymore. It's, yeah. not, so, it's, it's not, not as good anymore, is it? Yeah. 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 My favorite place now is that that place in Pismo. Oh. Yeah, that that's really good. C- Got to go there every time we go up there. Got to yeah. go there every time we go up there. Okay. Moving on. All right. <laughs> if you can't stop touching your face amid coronavirus concerns, one Michigan pet supply company has a recommendation, Mindy. Uh, the cone of shame. 
Uh-oh. The cone of shame. Mike Palmer, owner of Premier Pet Supply, put on a recovery cone typically used to keep dogs from scratching or biting injuries. Uh, in a company Facebook post, his public service announcement, pet cones available at his company's eight locations could help patrons follow the recommendation from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to prevent the spread of the novel coronavirus by not touching their face. People wearing cones. <laughs> that would be what hilarious. I think we should do it because I, I still touch my face. Are you still touching your face? I do. I Look, not much has changed for me. Yeah. Not much has changed. I mean, we are a little more cautious at work. Everybody make sure we wipe down everything with the wipes and stuff like that. Not doing any of that. Really? I don't do any of it. I, your I, group is it's the awful. Same, I, it's the, I do the same shit that I would normally do. Well, maybe, we're, maybe, we're all taking a very serious where we are. The only thing that's maybe changed is my manager, Boogie. He he likes to shake everybody's hands. He doesn't do that anymore. He he, he bumps elbows. So oh. there's there's some things changing. Well, that's great. Now he's bumping the elbow he's sneezing in. So <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah, you don't want to do that either. Yeah, but it's the outer elbow that it you're supposed matter. to sneeze into the pit of your elbow. Yeah, it, it's all over it. So yeah, you shouldn't be touching. In fact, just now either. I just to to turn the pages, I, I lick my fingers still. Still, you know doing what it. we're doing? Huh? We're uh, kicking the foot out towards each other. Don't be this. Don't let every look. Don't let the government and their fears of the coronavirus change who you are. Hey, I don't want it. Do you see how much it's changing us? Do you want it? Do you, uh, I don't. What care. if you infected someone? I honestly don't care if I get it. Now, I would be more- I'm living with you. I want you to go live in the doghouse. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm living here in this yeah. house. We both had to be- If, if I get it, you, you're quarantined. I don't really If you like get you it, right I'm now. quarantined. It's mm. the way it goes. Yeah, it's that way. Look Stop at the, touching your face. Look at Tom Hanks and his wife. What's her name? Rita something? Yeah, Rita. All right. <laughs> Antonio, Mindy, the foot kick. That's the kid and play dance movie. Yes, absolutely. And by the way, Wayne sneezes in his undershirt. How do you get under there? <laughs> how, do you get, how do you get under there? Yeah, she, uh, Tina's saying, worry about infecting old people. And that's true. I get that. The You know, you don't want to affect the old people. And, of course, playing pickleball, that's the risk, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. that's the risk because they're all in, but they're healthy. They're healthy older people. Um, I get it, though, if you've had issues with anything in the past, you're going to want to stay home. There's one guy that we play with there. His name's Sandy. He's had cancer before. So him, in his case, he's probably not going to want to come play pickleball. Yeah. I mean, that's him. He needs to be responsible for that, right? I'm not going to an old folks home and handing out cupcakes. I'm going to play pickleball (laughs) at the park. Right. Uh, What's your news? Are you bored with me talking? I just want to talk about it. Coronavirus. I just, you know, I'm over it. It's Uh, okay, you know? All right. The staff at a popular Houston restaurant got got a $9,400 tip from uh, some regular customers who wanted to help them get 
by during the coronavirus shutdown. The couple came for an early dinner at Irma's Southwest Restaurant on Monday after learning that all restaurants in the county would have to close their dining rooms and only offer takeout and delivery service. The couple, who wished to remain anonymous, left $1,900 in cash and put another $7,500 tip on a credit card. The tip was for the entire kitchen and service staff. The That's bill awesome. uh, for their meal, their meal bill was only $90.12. So that was a pretty large tip. Yeah. Pretty yeah. large tip. By the way, Jordan Power says, hey... Hello, hey. Jordan. How are you? All right. Uh, a woman in Washington state has become the laughing stock of the internet after revealing she has spent the past few days mistakenly washing her hands with a block of cheese. What? The woman, Miley, from Vancouver thought she was doing her bit to stop the spread of the virus by thoroughly washing her hands with a bar of soap. Unfortunately, she instead succeeded in spreading some rather mature-looking cheddar on her hands. <laughs> Over the course of several days, sharing her story tale on Reddit, Miley explained how the cheese ended up being mistaken for a bit of soap after it was left out of the fridge following a drunken late night snack. No, well, there you go. That that maybe <clears throat> explains why she was washing her hands with cheese. Well, you know, she left it out. I was like, oh, look at that. Uh -huh. That's uh, soap somebody left. Yeah. Maybe one of my roommates or something. Uh, <laughs> next thing here, a department in Oregon posted a reminder on their Facebook page asking the public to not call for an emergency if they run out of toilet paper due to the virus outbreak, coronavirus outbreak. Police in Newport, Oregon wrote on Facebook, it's hard to believe that we even have to post this uh, do not call 911 just because you ran out of toilet paper. You will <laughs> oh survive God. without our assistance. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen way too many memes for those. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Uh, in China, a man cracked a vase while browsing in, a, in an antique shop. When he was asked to pay for repairs, he expressed his outrage with a smashing idea. The man bought the antique vase and destroyed it in front of the store owner. The vase was worth about $1,600. <clears throat> but he bought it first, then destroyed it. Whoa. Yeah. Next thing. And last thing, if you thought that people are the only competition you have when it comes to acquiring toilet paper, think again. A kangaroo was recently spotted raiding toilet paper rolls in a campground in Australia. The video shows a kangaroo inside the campground's restroom eating toilet paper from a, ba a bathroom stall. Oh, geez. Yeah. I wonder, uh, I wonder how people are doing like in public places if they're having to replace their toilet paper or they're not putting it out at all. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. And, and who knows after a week of us not shopping what it looks like in there. People still say it's pretty crazy. Uh, Antonio says no gatherings allowed over 10 here in St. Louis. Wayne says weed is legal here. And then Antonio says she was high as hell, the, the, the uh, mm -hmm. cheddar, cheddar soap chick. Cheddar lady. She, she said, he says, people are mad dumb. And that's your weird news or what's in the news recently. It's entertainment news with Mindy. You're gonna get yourself some entertainment news. First up, theatrical release films coming to on demand. Mm. The coronavirus outbreak is altering the lives or 
many people as it has taken them out of work, school, and even the public eye. With a lot of people being stuck at home, Universal Pictures has decided to do their part to help pass the time and continue to be an entertainer. That's great. On Monday, it was revealed that the studio will begin making theatrical releases available for viewing at home on demand as soon as this Friday. Wow, that's cool. Mm -hmm. And three films still in theaters will be made available to those who wish to view them at home. The first one is The Invisible Man, The Hunt, and Emma. Each will be available for a 48-hour rental at a suggested retail price of $19.99. Cool. Some may find this to be a bit pricey, but a family of four going to the theater to see a movie would uh, likely pay three or four times as much to watch one together. That's awesome. They're getting creative with Mm -hmm. it. And in addition with the outlook of the new theatrical releases, Unclear, DreamWorks, Animation Trolls, World Tour, which was scheduled to be on the big screen April 10th, will now be available in homes and on the big screen. Nice. Dig it. And in other news, Jared Leto emerged from silent meditation and learned about a pandemic. Hmm. Is there anything more California than learning about the coronavirus pandemic only after emerging from a 12-day meditation retreat in the desert? Thereby also presumably undoing all the stress release that the meditation retreat did. Uh, I think you're, I think you'd be fine. Yeah, it would be a shock, though. Yeah, of course. Well, that happened to Oscar winner Gerald Leto, who posted about his just such an experience on social media. Wow. 12 days ago, I began a silent meditation in the desert. (laughs) We were totally isolated. No phone, no communication, etc. Which you've done that before. I have, yes. Uh, We had no idea what was happening outside the facility. Walked out yesterday into a very different world. Mm. One that's been changed forever. Mind-blowing, to say the least. I'm getting messages from friends and family all around the globe. And catching catching up on what's going on. Hope you and yours are okay. Sending positive energy to all. Stay inside. Stay safe. Anyway, can you imagine? Um, you, I, I, I can't. It would be <laughs> weird. But I guess after something like that, you would expect things to be have changed. It's think about think about this when you go on vacation at work and you mm-hmm. come back. Think about how different it is. Right. Like oh, somebody got fired. You know. I mean, something in one week, a lot changes. But that's pretty wild. That, you saw the would, pictures of uh, Vegas, right? Totally empty. So weird to wild. see the strip like nobody. I don't think that's ever happened. It's really wild. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that must look like because we just went there and it was just jam packed. And I think our our Vegas trip is probably not going to happen, mm. unfortunately. Well, Jason. Yeah. That was my entertainment news. I I appreciate that. Wayne says the Invisible Man looks good. It will be online shortly for free soon enough once it goes digital. Antonio says theaters suck ass. The sound is subpar. The screen isn't even close to as beautiful as home flat screen TVs are. And people are noisy, rude, smelly. I agree. I like watching at home. I'm a a streamer. Remember when we walked um, into, was it Costco? Or, yeah. Oh, those those TVs are amazing. We now. could not. Me and Jason were like, oh, we just got sucked into this TV. It was, I don't even know what kind of TV it was. It was amazing color. Like I've Beautiful. never seen color like that before. Beautiful. Now we have a decent TV. We it's only six years old, but in TV in te- technology world, a six year old TV is like you know uh, twenty years old. Yeah. With the way things change now, it's the same thing with um, 
with computers, which is such a bummer that computers get obsolete so quickly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the TVs nowadays are just vibrant and amazing. Let's move on to the question of the podcast. Hey, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. So be, between the folks in the chat, now I'm not one of those that likes the theater. I do prefer to watch my, my I enjoy my movies at home. And Mindy and I watch a lot of movies and we watch a lot of shows and we, we enjoy it. Um, but Wayne is one of those that will still go to the theater and enjoy it. And Tina as well. She loves going to the theater. And for me, it's never been a, a part of my life. It's just never been something that I liked to do. And it'll be the last thing on my list. You know what I'm saying? People mm-hmm. are like, let's go to the movies. We're like, mm. I just don't really feel like going. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll wait. I'll wait till it comes out. Uh, I do enjoy it, though, when I go. Yeah, some people do really enjoy it. So, all right. The question of the podcast is this. What is your favorite home-cooked dish from your childhood, plus favorite dish made uh, by your partner? Of course, it's a Carol Chapel question. So, Mindy, have you thought about this? Do you have an answer? I do. My mom is a really good cook, so it was hard for me to, like, pin down which one it's one of my faves, but I, I don't know. I, I love her scalp potatoes. Oh, those are good. Yeah. Um, she, oh, they make, um, they're like pork country style pork ribs. And mm-hmm. I don't know what she does to them, but they're fantastic right. every time. I don't know. She's her chili. I make her chili. You like that. Chili. I do like the chili. Yes. Um, anyway, now meals that you make. I love it when you make me breakfast. Yeah, French toast. Well, be- eggs, I'm good at eggs too. Any breakfast from you. But yeah, French toast is where uh, I've, I've got that down. And I haven't done it in a while. I should do that. Well, your birthday's coming up. Maybe that'll be a good day to do it. <gasps> you remember. I'll, I remember, really. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I know when your birthday well, is. Well, I didn't remember my own. And it well, dawned on me today. I'm like, oh my God, it's this weekend. And what kind of birthday are you going to have? Nothing, really. Right? Because we can't go out. I thought, well, maybe we I should think we should do something in. Friends over yeah. and do yeah. like you did for your birthday. Do a I think so. board I, game. I'll uh, I'll reach out. We'll reach out to everybody as it gets closer. Because, we, you know, you can't really, I mean, as I said earlier, you can you can still go out in this town. People are still doing it. But you, you run the risk of not being able to. So we're going to have to bring the party here. You know, maybe make something or or order in or something like that. So it's kind of a weird time. And actually, even Amazon, you can't order gifts either. So that's kind of a weird. You're not. Gonna, I don't know if you even know if you're going to get gifts from people. Well, I I have ordered, and um, I, I have some fun facts about that right now. Okay. Um, I have ordered, and I had ordered powdered milk in the heavy creamer and powdered form, and in a bag of rice, right? And I wasn't sure whether I was going to get it, even though it was still in my cart. Usually when you buy it and it's still in your cart. Yeah. But I had heard other people, them rejecting their carts. Really? I had not heard that. I have not had that experience. Usually once you buy it, Amazon's really good about getting it to you eventually. Well, today I finally got a shipped notice on oh, okay, all of good. that. Good. So I do think they are. It is taking some time. Um, so fun fact <laughs> is there... They have so many orders they're trying to fulfill that they're going to hire 100,000 people. Yeah, I saw that. 
to, you know, get these orders out. I saw that. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Pretty so wild. everybody that was bagging on Amazon before and what an awful company they are, guess who's supporting our world right now? Yeah, they're not paying them a lot, but at least they're paying them. And that, that is a good thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, Antonio says, uh, the rule, never go to a movie on a first date. They're going back to the movies. Oh, and then Wayne says, why. rule two, bring a popcorn bucket anyways. Bring a popcorn bucket. Hmm. Bring your own? Is it a bring your own popcorn bucket party? And then Antonio says, Jason, try the Gardein breakfast sausage. Amazing. Yeah, I do like most things from Gardein. In fact, when I go to Yard House, I don't know if Yard House is everywhere, uh, but Yard House is a really good restaurant out here. They have lots of uh, beer and stuff like that and, and pretty good drinks too. And they have a Gardein selection of food. They have um, hot wings and stuff like that which is, is really, really good. Uh, Wayne's saying, you don't know the bucket trick? Nope. I don't know the... Bu See, Wayne, you're talking to somebody who does not go to the theater. Or as Mindy <laughs> says, what do you, how do you say it? Theater. Theater. So there you go. All right. So my, my home, favorite home cooked from, uh, from my mom would be, uh, from childhood, would be, I liked her yams for um, mm. Thanksgiving. Yeah, absolutely. Her, her sweet potatoes. Mm -hmm. That was my favorite thing. I really looked forward to that. My mom is a good cook, but she burns stuff. And so that was one of her signatures where I was like, Ooh, that's good. But you and I used to go over to her house all the time and we enjoyed Thanksgiving dinner, mm. but I just remember, like, I don't know what was, what was with it. She'd just get distracted or something, go feed the horses and like leave shit in the oven. And it's like, <laughs> what is that smoking in here? <laughs> That's a burnt um, food. But she was a good cook, but uh, that was my favorite. So <clears throat> he said, Oh, poke a hole in the bottom, oh. stick your junk in. Oh, nice. Pop, popcorn bucket penile masturbation. Wow. Uh, then when she is grabbing popcorn, oh, that's good. Oh, my God. He or she, that is. Uh, and then Antonio Sweetie. says, here comes the butter for the popcorn. Oh, gross. You ever had glazed Antonio. popcorn? Glazed popcorn. All right, so my favorite home-cooked meal that you make, it is hard for me to say because you make a lot, and you make a lot of variety of food. Yeah, I don't like the same things. Yeah, like your chili's pretty good. Um, tacos. Tacos are my favorite. Yeah, I love and I enjoy because you we make them together really, but I do a carne asada meal. That I enjoy. I love. Oh, your rice. Mm, yeah, which is kind of stolen from your friend Ray, but it's really good. I, it's the best rice I've ever had. Even when you go to other restaurants mm -hmm. like Mexican restaurants, your your rice is definitely the best. But tacos are good. I like the tacos. That's a good home cooked thing. But we do make, again, we do make that together. That's a mm -hmm. collaborative effort. That one's a collaborative. Yeah. So, all right. What are the, what are the listeners saying from the social medias? First up, Mr. Maurice, he said, love me some good old chitlins and hogmaws. My lady makes really good fafellas. Fafels? Don't know what that Falafels? is. Falafels. Falafels. There you go. <laughs> I don't I still don't know what it is, but a falafel, I know how to say it. I don't know what that is either, but I said to him, I'm like, gross. I hear that him all the time telling Dino, you know, mm. on Dino's podcast, yeah, he yeah. loves the chitlins almost on everything. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think it's gross. So yeah. I finally asked him, I'm like, what is it? I guess it's um, intestines. Oh, yeah. He, uh, Antonio's saying it chitlins. It's pig intestines. Ugh. Yeah, nope. nope. No thanks. Why do they, it. And why do they put that name, that cute little name on it? 
You want some chitlins? <laughs> it's not it's cute. so cute. Uh, it's not. <laughs> anyway, he says if you eat um, sausages and most sausages having a natural casing made, it's, it's made of intestine skin. But I asked about that today, and that's not true. They there's um, it's not not all of them are made like that. The ones I guess that you stick in your mouth and they have a pop. Yeah, to yeah, them, yeah. Those are the ones I yeah. guess made with right an intestine skin. Yep, but, yep. Ugh, not not good. Jim Roberts said, favorite home-cooked meal from childhood, uh, sukiyaki. Ah, Bless you. Bless you. My wife makes awesome beef soup and pozole. Mm. Did I say that right? Pozole, Mm -hmm. yes. She is Hispanic. What is pozole made of? I don't know if she's Mexican, but uh, that I don't know. Hmm. I don't know that I've had it. I probably have had it, but I didn't know what it was named. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I, I know it's not menudo. No. Pasoli no, must be made from something else, which I'm afraid to ask. It's, it's probably just a normal thing. You're <laughs> thinking too much about it. Jessica said, my mom would do rice, chicken, green beans, and cream of celery soup on top. Uh, on my mm-hmm. One of my favorites ever. And my mom used to do something very similar to that too. I, it just came to my mind. She used to take mashed potatoes, cream of mushroom soup, green beans, and hamburger meat. It was a casserole. It's you call a casserole. it shepherd's pie, shepherd's right? Shepherd's pie. Yeah. So good. Shepherd's pie. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> or do they call that shit on a shingle? Shit on a shingle? Yeah, don't, I've heard that term don't too. Don't ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, uh, my mom made the best navy bean soup and the best salmon patties. By the way, Papa Bear says he has that all the time, the shepherd's pie. I love it. It's yep. so good. Yep. Brandy said, tamale pie was my favorite dish. Still Mm. make it from time to time, which yum, sounds good. Now, I don't have a partner, but I've always been, always been the one to cook in most relationships. Now, is that Brandy my sister? That is. Okay. Miss Carol Chapels, a childhood dish, Langshire hot pot, lamb steak in a rich gravy topped with thinly sliced potatoes cooked until they are crispy on the edges. That sounds so good. Really does. And then her hubby is a great chef. Favorite dish, a curry made with lamb, yogurt, Ooh. crispy brown onions, spices, and white turnips called mm, magal, magalai lamb and turnip, <laughs> turnips and shag deg. Shab deg. <laughs> Jesus. So fancy. Yeah. Carol, geez. Those are dishes I've never heard of. No. But no. that first one sounded amazing. Well, her hubby has a garden at home too, so he's probably got a lot of fresh stuff that he throws in, apparently. If he's <laughs> yeah. a good cook, then yeah, he probably puts a lot of that in there. Yeah. Marcia said, from my childhood, I think I liked chili. Um, yeah. Maybe stew with dumplings on top. And Virgil's not a really good cook. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Jody said, my mom's gravy was my favorite and Dick's venison steak. Oh, well, that would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rebecca, your other sister said shepherd pie. Oh, well, there you go, Mindy. Right? Yeah. Carol, my mom, said mom's cherry pie. Ooh, Ooh. that was so good. Yum. And her chocolate fudge. That was amazing. Okay. Carl's, which is her husband, teriyaki steak barbecue. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That is. Yeah, he's a good barbecuer. All right. On to another chair. Well, I'll catch you up on the chat a little bit while you look for that. Uh, let's see. Antonio says, I miss salmon like a borderline addiction. Salmon covered by melted 
provolone cheese, Provel or Provel cheese, Provel. Uh, he says, ah, a garden would rule one day. Papa Bear said, shit on a shingle is made with creamed chipped beef, by oh, the way. Okay, shit is, on a shingle. That's different. That is so funny. Uh, now, Antonio, I know he's vegetarian or vegan. I'm not sure which one you can clarify for me, Antonio. But uh, when I was vegetarian, uh, one of the things he's talking about what he craves, I craved hot wings. I craved yeah, hot wings like crazy. Um, he says he's vegan. I remember one time we went, I was still vegetarian and we went hiking Catalina and went all the way back to that. You know, you remember that time. We went all the way back to this little campsite way back. It was like nine miles back and it was up and down. It was crazy. And we were eating these freeze dried meals because we wanted to save weight. And by the time we got back, I was, cr I was craving a burger Mm, I know. It's like real food. Yeah. I think I got a Portobello burger though. I didn't get a real burger, but I was, uh, I'm sorry. I was craving shredded beef tacos and we ended up getting shredded beef tacos at, uh, when we got back into our town, uh, at uh, this local place. And to clarify, we were backpacking. Ugh. And so you saying saving weight, we were, we ate freeze dried food because we're yeah, you saving want, weight in our backpacks. You don't want all the weight in your pack. But, um, that, burger we had it was a buffalo bison burger and it was the best burger you had that i had a portobello oh that's right yeah, i that's had a portobello right. i was still uh being good antonio says oh yeah hot wings occasionally but not too bad frank's red hot on anything though yeah you gotta if you do have a yard house you gotta try the garden um hot wings they, they're really good there i should give him my recipe for the uh chicken crack uh dip Chicken crack dip. Yeah, what's that? What's that? Buffalo chicken. Buffalo well, chicken. Well, he's dip. vegan. He'd have to. I know, find but he a could substitute. do gardein. He could. That would be. That would probably be really good. It, they use Frank's hot sauce on that. Probably would but be it's really good. So good. Really, really good. All right, onward. Tina said, "Redneck childhood favorite. Still make love it today. Scalp potatoes and spam. Scalp potatoes. Yeah." That's pretty good. And she says, don't knock it till you try it, people. And spam? Oh, man. I like making it with real ham chunks, which I did buy. It's in the freezer for these long-term meals we're supposed to be planning out. Yeah, for this long shutdown and quarantine that we're supposed to have <laughs> where we're still living our normal lives right now. Uh, Jordan said, as a kid, I loved hot dogs and eggs. My mom literally just scrambled eggs with cut up hot huh. dogs in it. Hey. What do you expect? I was a kid with no refined good. taste. That would probably be great though. Right? Now, when I love when my wife makes chili. So mm. I guess chili's yeah, a, like a, chili. a favorite. Yep. Especially when it's uh, cold and gloomy, he said. Yep. All right. On to the next page. I had a lot of comments. That's good. Oh, one more. Angie said, it's a toss up between the chicken and rice or the Spanish rice mom used to make. Mm. John makes uh, some pretty good chicken burritos. Oh, okay. That'd be interesting. Is everybody hungry that. now? Uh, yeah, we already ate. Yeah, but, we ate. Uh, um, what did she say when it was? Oh, I, I wonder if her rice is as good as yours. No, my mom made it different. Um, it like called, Spanish, not Mexican. Right. Gotcha. Wasn't red, didn't put red sauce in it, that kind of thing? No, it was very red, if I remember. Oh, Okay. And I thought it had sausage in it, but I'm not sure. Nope. No, thanks. No sausage for me. I can't remember. But anyway. And Papa Bear says, I just got two cans of Spam. And Tuna says, Spam tastes real good. Enough said, LOL. Burritos, <laughs> yes. Is that it? That's your, yes. 
That All is right. It. Well, thank you, everybody. The question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is, what do you miss most about being a kid? Ah, that's a what great one. What do you one. miss most about being a kid? You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or the Low Tree Studios Facebook page, and we will feature response on next Wednesday's show. You hear it every week, you're going to hear it again. The Jason Mini Podcast is brought to you by Low Tree Studios, a place for podcasts. Check out our website today for all the latest stuff coming out of Low Tree Studios. LowTreeStudios.com. I think that question for next week is going to be a lot of fun. We've been we'll reminiscing a lot of that about that at work. Oh, have you? Yeah. So there's some some good stories. Well, I'll reveal one right now. Not having to go to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I we knew don't say even that. know. We want to grow up so fast, uh, and then all of a sudden you have a mortgage. I know. I think if I had kids, I would find every single way that I could to keep them young and. I don't know how you can, you know, I, I don't know if my mom could have told me any different. Yeah. Thought, you, you know, you, you think you know take, it all. Just take your time. I wish they would just say, t- just told me to take my time. Yeah. Well, I have nine secrets you never knew about your own clothes. Okay. Tiny jean pockets. This oh, is yeah, the yeah. first one. The first generation of blue jeans actually only had four pockets, one in the back, one in the front, and two of those small ones on the front. You know what? I know what they're for. You want me to guess? Yes. Yeah, pocket watch. Yes. 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 When people first began wearing jeans, the tiny pocket was made to hold pocket watches, uh, says the Levi Strauss blog. Yep. Uh, now that we can check the time on our smartphones, we need much bigger pockets. So now they make two big pockets on the back of, of jeans. Oh, do they? And... Some of them have even gotten rid of those tiny pockets, except for Levi. I think, I think Levi still, still has those. It's a tradition now you have to have. No one uses them, but you have to have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next one is button-down shirt loops. When men wear ties with a button-down shirt, the tie goes underneath the collar, but right below the collar on the back of the shirt is a small loop mm. that often goes untouched. What's the point of that? I don't know. In the 1960s, the menswear brand Gant called them locker loops. As a part of Ivy League college culture, students use the loops to hang their shirts in the lockers and keep them wrinkle-free. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Right. The first necktie. Speaking of ties, the first time men began dressing up with a neck accessory was in the 17th century. King Louis the Fourteenth was was inspired by the uniform of Croatian 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 yep. soldiers and had the French army wear them as an official emblem. Soon enough, it was the symbol across Europe for upper class men. Do you ever think about that though? Have you ever really? If we really think about stuff, right? How weird is the necktie? It is absolutely one hundred percent unnecessary. It, yeah. it has no purpose. It's really sort of like a, it's an accessory, a statement piece that it's you, like jewelry. Uh-huh. It's not. It, it has no. It has no purpose at all. Although I do love a man who can pick a really good tie. 
what were we watching? And I said, that's a great tie. Don't remember. Yeah. Anyway. Don't remember. Uh, the next one is those jean pocket studs. Have you seen those on uh -huh. your jeans? Yeah. There's a purpose for the little studs around your jean pockets. Back in the 19th century, it was mostly working men who wore jeans. After a long day and extended wear, jeans would rip in the corners of the back pockets. Mm. That's when a, Lovat a Latvian immigrant, <laughs> geez, <laughs> Jacob Davis, mm -hmm. partnered with Levi to use rivets to strengthen pockets on the jeans. That's cool. Dig that. Wayne says, Dickies still have the small pocket, and I use them right now. I have a Vicks vapor stick in them. <laughs> um, nice. And Antonio says he's a huge Dickies fan. Stuart says, evening. Evening, Good, Stuart. Good evening, Stuart. Antonio says, there's a psychological thing about men wearing ties. It shows civilization uh, and is related to the taming of men by women. Where? Whoa. Where, where's all that written? Grab a hold of it and yeah. yank you around. There it is. That's it. <laughs> okay. Can you, can you think you can um, name the first athletic logo? Nike. Nope. Athletic logo? Yeah. The well, first athletic I mean, you're not. logo. Yeah. Like the athletic, first athletic company? Logo. Or logo. Yeah. Something you'd see like in clothes. Oh, no. I don't know what that would be. All right. Well, there's nothing like the swoosh uh -huh. of the famous check mark right, right. by Nike to make you feel like you're a real athlete. But in the, uh, in fact, the first designer sports logo is the little crocodile. Oh, that's right. On every Lacoste polo. Lacosta. Yep. I, I thought, I've heard it. Is it Lacoste? Lacoste? Okay. Yeah. Got he it. is silent. Polo shirt. One of the top tennis players in the world, Frenchman Rene Lacoste, had the nickname Crocodile. And embroidered a sketch of the animal on his blazer. After retiring from the sport, he started his company, and Lacoste was branded as the status symbol of the competent sportsman. Nice. That's cool. Uh, they're still around today, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the patch on your backpack. Patch on my backpack? Mm -hmm. You'll understand once I read this. Okay. Patchwork looks cool on jeans and bags, but they serve a bigger purpose than just being trendy. The small leather diamond on backpacks oh, yeah, yeah. I know what about. Mm -hmm. is called a lash tab okay. or a pig snout. And pig snout? Yeah. And it's meant for you to string items through it so they hang off your back like a pair of shoes or a reusable bottle. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I had think no we, idea. We have um, the ones- Those are kind of gone now, right? I think our backpacks that we use for bike riding, they, oh. they have them on there. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, that's cool. Stuart says, I used, I used to like Lacoste. Nice. Okay, so everybody has a zipper. You should, if you have a zipper on, look at it. See if it says YKK on it. Okay. I don't have a zipper on me at all. I'm not wearing anything with a zipper. Well, about half of all the zippers on earth have the letters YKK on them. YKK stands for, now bear with me, mm -hmm. Yoshida Kogyo. Kabush Kikasha. It's like this long ass name. It was a zipper company founded in Tokyo in 1934. Okay. Today, the company makes more than 7 billion zippers wow. each year. 
And next time you're getting dressed, double check your pants zipper first to make sure your fly isn't down. And second, to see if you're wearing one of the most popular zipper brands. Crazy. Uh, they, they, they have, it seems like they have sort of a monopoly on it. And there's another company too, I've heard now, I don't, uh, I don't know for sure, but I've heard this, that there's only a couple companies that actually make frames for glasses, sunglasses and eyeglasses. Mm, yeah. And they own the market on it. Nice. They make frames for Ray-Ban and all of them. Oh, and then, then the people just attach their name they, brand to it. They attach their name brand to it and they, you know, put their lenses in. Hmm. But most of the frames are made by one or two companies. I think it's only one company, but I don't know if I'm exactly correct on that. So Stuart in the chat says, his says 5VS. Hmm. Super dry. Different uh, company then, obviously. Mm-hmm. I got two more. Okay. Button down collars. While polo players in England were riding around on their horses, the flapping of their collar was distracting to the audience and got in the way. Mm. That's when the button down collar on what is typically called a polo shirt was created. Shirts without that button shouldn't be called a button down. They're known as button front shirts. Mm. And that's not to be confused with the collared shirts that tennis players used to wear those didn't have a button-down collar at all. Oh, uh, it's just a little, like a little, a little slit, slit right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, gotcha. The buttons on men and women's shirts. This is the last one. Okay. The Renaissance and Victorian eras created a precedence for how men and women's clothing were made. Women often wore elaborate pieces like corsets, which meant that women needed to get dressed. One theory as to why you find women's buttons on the left and men's buttons on the right is because designers may have begun creating women's clothes with buttons on the opposite side of men's clothing so that the servants had an easier time dressing ladies. Oh, okay. Got it. That's smart. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, women's button-up clothes. Um, I can't are... dress myself in a woman's clothes. Yeah, I was like, I'm tripping on that because I was reading this. So, so till this day, women's are on the left and men's yep. button from the right. And I, I'm trying to re- think of my shirts when I'm putting them on. You just normal for you. I can't, I can't, it, it, ladies. I need to try in one of your shirts to see this. No, I don't put on ladies clothes, but like there, I have this, um, uh, bah hum pug Christmas oh, yeah, vest this, the, uh-huh. and it buttons, uh, the ladies way. Which and, is weird because it's a and men's. It's, I can I can barely get it on. Really? I'm like, it takes me a minute. I'm like, my brain's like, how do you do this? I have to try this. I have yeah. to see one of your shirts. Yeah, it's crazy. That's so weird. Uh, Antonio says, yeah. So if you're left-handed women, uh, women, you're annoyed unless you've been dressing in women's clothes all your life. Of course. Yeah. If right. you're left-handed, then you're used to it. It's not a big deal. Anyway, I tripped on that. I thought that was very interesting. I didn't think you didn't know that. I thought you knew that. Nope. Everybody knew that. Nope. Yeah. Um, I've all been right. enlightened. And that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. All right, let's move on to fun facts. You know I love those fun facts because they're factual and fun. <coughs> <coughs> All right, my first fun fact is this. No one, including late Nintendo president Hiroshi Yama, Yamuchi, knows what the name Nintendo means. Nobody does. Nobody knows Nintendo. Huh. All right, Switzerland is the 
only country in the world which could fit more than its entire population into bunkers in case of an emergency. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, before Bill Nye became the science guy, he won a Steve Martin lookalike contest. Who's the Bill Nye? Bill Nye, the science guy. You never seen him uh, on TV? Uh-uh. Look him up. Google him. <laughs> All right. My last one I think you might find interesting. Serial killer Ed Kemper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Befriended the very police officers investigating yep. his murders and would socialize with them at a bar called the jury room. Yeah. You, it was That was in Mindhunters. Mm-hmm. They called him Big Ed and never suspected him and thought he was joking when he confessed yeah no it, it's it's it, they talk about that in mine hunters yeah gosh if anybody in our chat hasn't seen mine hunters on netflix it, it starts off slow but oh, it's fascinating show. i just start we started watching this and you weren't paying attention so obviously you weren't interested but we started watching kidding oh yeah uh, it's so great i was tired i needed to shut my eyes for a minute <laughs> it's with you jim carrey like it, huh? oh i dig it totally dig it Totally dig it. I, I want to watch more and more and more. It's okay. only a 30-minute show. It's, uh-huh. it's from Showtime, but it's on Amazon Prime. So check it out. Kidding. Jim right. Carrey. All right. Fun facts in the books. All right. So this is what I have for you. This should be uh, this should be fun. It, it should be a good fun point of discussion, I think. It's uh, what women must know before the fourth date. Now, obviously... Uh, I'm not dating. Now, is this from a man's Mindy's perspective? Maybe not dating. Let's find out. According to Cosmo, by the time you reach date four, you often need to decide whether to get more serious or get out. And with savvy detective work, you can spare yourself disappointment later to avoid wasting time on a dead end dude. So I obviously, still agree with that. It's obviously from a lady's perspective. Uh, find out the following. So here's what you need to find out. How does he feel about his job? His career attitude can reveal if your lives are likely to mesh or clash, provided you can take the conversation beyond uh, like uh, takes of takes of crabby bosses and overdue TPS reports. The important thing to ask is, do you like what you do? Mm. Uh, if he goes on about work and mentions his long hours or second job, you can kiss seeing him at a decent time goodbye. Or maybe you're busting... Uh, your butt to live big in a city, but he's eager to ditch his office and start an organic farm. Um, that good, would be okay with me. Good to know, right? Yeah. So that's, <laughs> I think that's important uh, for anybody. Now, I always like to parallel this stuff with you and I and what, you know, our, our lives. We were working at the same company when we met and started uh, dating, uh, which was Target, which is not a career company. <laughs> it was definitely a stepping stone. Although I think you probably could have made it a career. Uh, you're that person that would make anything a career. I really don't know though. There's I was very, very frustrated at that place. It was corporate. I, I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you could either. You would, you, you were doing well. You were, you were, you ended up becoming a manager of the electronics department at the time. I mean, you were making pretty good money for mm-hmm. doing, for working at Target. And we know people that have, are still working there and we've been gone for how many years? Yeah, many. 16 years at now? At least. Uh, you've been gone 16 years now, 17 mm-hmm. years, something like that. And they're still there. They probably have a 20, 30 year career from Target. Um, that blows me away because me, it was always a stepping stone company for me. I never, ever would have imagined working there my whole life. Yeah. 
Uh, but I think this is a good one. How does he feel about his job? Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's going to tell you where you're going to end up later on. Uh, next thing, what was his last relationship like? Uh, as awkward as it is, uh, X talk is incredibly useful in predicting how he'll act when he's no longer on his best dating behavior. Get him to open up with flattery. Tell him you're such a cool guy. What kind of woman would let you get away? Uh, it's a compliment that also leads to discussion. A mature, compassionate guy typically will list a few of his ex's good qualities before explaining why things just didn't work out. Mm. Uh, if he scowls a lot, shakes his head repeatedly, or drops some harsh criticism, odds are that his lack of patience and understanding was part of the problem. Yeah, That's a good one. That's good advice. Yeah, I think so as well. I don't think he, if he's acting that way, it's probably a sign to move on. Yeah, again, we we met so long ago when we were young. You had just gotten out of a, a a a bad relationship or one that you weren't happy with and you didn't say a lot of happy things about your ex. Um No. So that, you know, I was sort of in the you, midst of it. Yeah, you were more red flag for me. Yeah. <laughs> you were, you, you were know, a red flag. Th- yeah. I yeah, hindsight you probably should have ran. Yeah, you, you were definitely a red flag. Hannah's in the chat. Hello, Hannah. Hey, How Hannah. are you doing? Nice to see you. Thanks for all the applause and all the goodies that you're sending us right now. We appreciate that. So nice. Uh, what we're, we're going over right now, Hannah, you just joined us, so I'll catch you up to speed. We're talking about what women must know by the fourth date. All right, so this is on the third. We're on the third one now. And the third one is this. How does he handle debt? Ooh, big one, right? That's so huge. Big one. Now that one, if I was dating, I was in the dating world, I would definitely be doing some investigative. Yeah. Like, how does he handle his debt? How much are you in debt? Do you have student loans? Oh, big time. I was, okay, when we, this is, this is us when we first started dating, Mindy and I, we obviously we've been married, we've been married on what it's going to be, 18 years, 18 years, Mm -hmm. 19 years. Going on 18. Something like that. Long time. Um, But but we've been together longer than that. But when we first started dating, I my I wasn't allowed to get a checking account. Yes, you were kind of a I, red flag for me. <laughs> I, I should have probably ran. Yeah, I let my checking account go delinquent, and um and and couldn't get one, so I had to share one with you. It was such a such a shitty thing. I and remember we it was tried years. To, we tried to go. We even went to one out of our, our town. Remember we went down to Santa Clarita, which is about 40 minutes from here to see if we I could get a checking account down there. They would not let me get one. Nope, you were on the system. I had to pay. Red what, alert. what do they call it? Check system? Uh-huh. They call it check system. I don't even know like if that. they have that nowadays, but yeah, you were flagged. And then finally I was able to get a joint account with you. Mm-hmm. And that was like, oh my God, my life is so much better. I was in debt a little bit, but not much. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of debt. Um, so that wasn't so bad. We ended up getting debt later on together. We collected it. Yeah. Don't do together. that. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Uh, first off, debt isn't always bad. A guy with student loans is in smart debt. It's an investment that will pay off. You need to look out for the guy who is in weeds for the huge four by four or factory copied muscle car he just had. Which to was have. my ex. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, how he manages money is bi- is a bigger indicator of character than how he has. Uh, than how much he has. It shows if he takes the responsibility for his actions, talking about 
The economy is an easy way to shift the conversation towards finances. The zero in on bills saying, I'm so happy I just paid off my credit cards. Have you run up any debt on those things? If he's made some unwise financial decisions, it's not a total deal breaker so long as he mentions cutting back and making good on what he owes. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if, I don't know. I tend to think student loan debt is bad. I know that long term it, it might pay off, but some of these student loan debts are horrendous. Yeah, crazy. I'm talking like some of them that I hear on Dave Ramsey's podcast are like hundreds of thousands of dollars, like upwards to $300,000 student loan. How in the hell do you pay that off or yeah. get into a relationship with? I don't know what girl would want to get into that, and you know. Well, it depends. If they're trying to be a lawyer or a doctor, then they're going. To, they're just going to have those loans. Um, but I think you know, Hannah's saying it here. People make bad decisions doesn't mean they haven't learned. Uh, in in the case of something like that, you have to judge how hard are they working, right? right? If 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 they're asking you to go Dutch on the check, and they have a hundred thousand dollar loans, and they're not going to work. The next day, yeah, that's that's a that's a red flag. That means they went to school and they haven't done anything with it. But if if you're if you have those loans and you're a doctor, you're just going to have those. Yeah. Now, if they're working actually in in the you know field of their their whatever they went to school for, yeah, then yes, I could I could see that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what is what is Antonio saying here? Girl, a uh, Mindy, a girl who thinks the meat is good would. Did you say something about I don't meat? No. I might have missed something. <laughs> and then Hannah's laughing. So she was there along the journey. I don't know where I got off the freeway on that. Yeah, me neither. I think we're both a little out of that one. But uh, Mindy, a girl who thinks the meat is good would. Would what? I guess if. Would what? We're trying to dissect are we, are we Are we talking about like a man? Like, you know, if. What he does is uh, it good. Oh, 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 is he saying that the that if he's got if he's well hung, then she'll take the debt and the meat? <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. I'm yeah, just trying. That might be too. I'm just guessing. Oh no. Uh, Antonio said, "Would get involved with a guy who's got jacked up finances." Yeah. Okay. So we got it. We yeah. we we dissected it. See, sometimes it's fun to just figure out what they're saying in the <laughs> chat, right? Just go. What are they saying? Let's figure it out. So yeah, if he's got a huge dick, <laughs> Mindy doesn't mind the debt. Oh boy, that's pretty good. All right, let's move on to your quote, Mindy. How about that? Let's do it. Ready for it? I did it on stress because mm. I think. Everybody is just a little stressed out. Hashtag bullet bourbon. <laughs> All right. The first one up is it's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. Oh, for sure. It's the way you think about it. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. And this is sort of a mantra that anybody can say to themselves. Today, I refuse to stress myself out about things I cannot control or change. It's good. And your last one for stress is the greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. Mmm. Damn it. Hate that. This is so true. So good, but I choose to always choose the one that's not great. All right, let's move on. Good one, today. Thank you.
podcast shoutouts. That's right. This is where Mindy shouts out the podcast that she listens to. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I've, we've just been in a lot of conversation at work and I've I haven't listened to a, a lot of podcasts this week, but the ones that I have listened to is the Oprah Winfrey show. Mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro, I I, wa- I listen to a lot of that and the daily, of course, right now because of everything going on. Mm-hmm. Dr. Berg's Keto and Fasting podcast. Chick with a Stick. Oh, my God. They were hilarious this week. They were doing, um, they would take dog collar, uh, you know, the shock mm. collars. Yeah. And they would put a harmonica in their mouth mm-hmm. and they would sh- shock each other, but they, they could only waffle the harmonic sounds uh, waffle <laughs> well i don't waffle. know what's a good word for that they could only blow into the harmonica yes. when they got shocked yes it was so funny that's oh my pretty gosh. funny uh the moth the mm-hmm. shiznit show with dino red mm-hmm. pretend radio they're still talking about their new show coming out called criminal conduct okay looking forward to that nice. and lastly chris hogan Nice. Okay. I did listen to the daily myself, uh, today, uh, just kind of checking up. You said it, you, every time I'm sitting here in the morning, you're listening to it right before work, you're listening to it. And I'm like, uh, you know, like, did you hear that? I'm like, no, I can't hear it when you're in the bathroom. I can't hear it. Oh, it's just so <clears throat> informative, especially with everything that's going on. So if you guys want a great, I think they're actually one of the number ones. They're always on the number one list. Daily. Yeah, for daily podcasts for sure. called the daily uh, let's see. Vice is in the chat. She says, hi. And Antonio says, dating while gray. Yeah. Yes, I have. I did listen to that. I, I don't know if you were on <clears throat> when I announced it, but um, I have listened to a couple and I actually do really like it. So they talk about dating while older folks dating. Is that what it is? Dating while gray? Dating and love in general, I think. Okay. That's cool. Should check it it's out. Got- yeah, miscellaneous topics. Uh, so uh, I hate to say goodbye, Vice. You just joined us, but it is the end of the show. So uh, that is it, though. That's it for our show. I had a good time, good discussions. Thank you guys for joining us. If you'd like to listen to us live, you can do so right here on CastBox every other Monday and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. So our next show will be next Wednesday because we went live this Monday. Also, if you love what we do and want more of us, you can subscribe to our Low Tree Studios Patreon page or also check out our website, LowTreeStudios.com. The links are provided in the show notes once I upload the show. We also have another podcast called The Difference Between Us, which will be live tomorrow evening on CastBox at 6.30 p.m. We're going to talk about bucket lists. Yeah, so get your bucket list ready, chat. That's right. Yeah, we're going to have some bucket list conversation. Should be fun. And of course, the difference between us, if you can't catch us live, is on all of your favorite podcatchers. Enjoy your evening, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Jason and Mindy podcast where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from a life's daily grind. Hey, guys, and don't forget the question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is is what do you miss most about being a kid? You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or my Facebook page. And we always look forward to your responses yes, every we week. That's Have right. a great weekend. Happy birthday to me. Yes. And we'll talk to you next Wednesday All or right. tomorrow night at 630. Yeah, tomorrow. Join us tomorrow. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.